And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. It's my privilege to be joining you today. Today, I'm going to talk about the time value of money. I've got several thoughts to share on this. I'm not sure most people have thought this through. Uh, the time value of money, really, it's a concept uh, that a sum of money is worth more now than the same sum will be worth at a future date. And this is based on earning potential. Okay, It's real easy to say that based on uh, inflation, right? If inflation's five, six, seven, eight, ten percent, whatever it really is, obviously your dollar tomorrow is going to be worth a lot less. But we're not talking, we're excluding inflation uh, from these thoughts. So uh, essentially, it's a core principle of finance. Uh, the sum of the money in the hand today has a greater value than the sum to be paid in the future, right? A bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. And if you've listened to my show for any amount of time, I have always told you, take the money now. Take the money now. There might be just a few minor instances where I say, wait, and that would be uh, based on an IRA withdrawal, 10% penalty. And we're going to talk a lot about that. Only if you're right at the very cusp of 59 and a half when you don't have to incur that 10%. Other than that, any other time, I'm telling you, take the money now. And I surprise myself even when I say that because I will tell you that's a concept that I would have never embraced. For the greater majority of my life, I would have said, no, 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 set it aside, put it away, save it for the future. You'll need it in the future, but no. Now that I've learned how to effectively invest in cash flowing real estate, I've learned how to double essentially my money on a very rapid basis. I've learned how to make double and triple digit returns in real estate investing. You're darn right, I'm telling you. Take the money now. However, I will tell you, the average American will choose to put that money aside. They will choose to take the money later. It's ingrained in us. We're taught this from a very, very young age that being responsible is setting that money aside for the future, saving it for a rainy day, right? That's an everyday common saying. Now, I'm not talking about emergency funds. Those need you. You need those. And uh, look, this show is for people who I consider financially savvy or wanting to become better financially. So that concept should already, that's, that's past, right? That's financial kindergarten. We're not talking about emergency funds, okay? I'm, uh, you need to have an emergency fund. Beyond that, take the money now. Let's, let's put it to work. But I'll tell you just how ingrained it is in us, right? What is the vehicle that we are taught from an early age, right? Ingrained in us. And we're told to practice beginning in our 20s. Well, that's the 401k and the IRA. 
that's the quote unquote retirement vehicle of conventional wisdom America, right? That's how that's how you get ahead. What are those what's the 401k and the IRA based on? They're both based on future dollars. Both of them. Even when the Roth came out, what, a couple decades uh, ago, I guess, we've had the Roth now for 20-plus years, somewhere in there. I don't know exactly. Uh, however, I'll tell you, the Roth is even gets you thinking about the future, right? It's just saying, hey, pay the tax now, and you won't have to pay it down the road. But we're still talking about future dollars, right? It's ingrained in us. That is what we're taught from a very young age is that that time value of money, well, it's going to be worth more in the future. Newsflash, I'm telling you it's not going to be worth more in the future. I'm telling you, you can take that money now, and it is tremendous what you can do with that money placed in the right investment vehicle, right? Cash flowing real estate, what we teach here at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's amazing, and I'll have some examples later in the show. Stick with me. Just how powerful that compounded wealth can be. Where I'm going is I get emails at least once a week. I get them all the time. And the the uh, the subject du jour, right, the subject of the day in these emails is often about the 10% penalty that uh, you would accrue. If you were to take your money in your IRA or your 401k and pull it out prior to age 59 and a half, uh, the rules are such that, uh, keep in mind, it's not your money, right? Uh, and they say, hey, if you want your money, how dare you slap on the hand, we're going to essentially fine you 10%, okay? You're going to have to pay a 10% penalty. That's there. That's a, it's a negative reinforcement from the economic system in this country to try to get you to leave your money in there, right? Don't tell me Washington, D.C. doesn't love Wall Street. Hey, we'll put these penalties in place. Personally, I think these penalties should be illegal. Uh, but again, it's just a negative connotation to say, nope, you need to leave your money in there. Now, when you're 59 and a half, I guess you're smart enough then to pull it out and you can have your money then. Uh, we won't penalize you. But I get email after email after email where folks are just so reluctant to incur that 10% penalty. So I'm kicking an email around uh, with one of our listeners, and we're going back and forth on, on several things. And within the thread, it comes out that this same person, who's 56, by the way, and I'm not going to share who they are, uh, they don't want to pull the money out of the IRA, even though I've said, yes, pull the money out of the IRA. Uh, the same person has shared with me, however, that their plan is to take Social Security when they're 62, okay? Now, those two thoughts are 100% opposite of one another. They're conflicting. And we're going to get into why those thoughts are conflicting because they're playing both sides of the coin when you're talking about the time value of money. I'm Mike Harrison. If you have any questions or comments for me, my email address is askmike at luinc.com, askmike at lu inc.com. I do respond personally to each and every email that I receive. So shoot one out. I'm here to help you. Okay. We're talking about time value of money. I'm not sure a lot of folks have really thought this concept out. And speaking of emails, it was an email that prompted this show. So let's kick this around a little bit. I've got an email from a listener. She's 56. Absolutely does not want to take 
to 10% penalty when she rescues some of those funds from her 401k. She's so close to 59 and a half, she can see it. And she knows at 59 and a half, she's not going to take the 10% penalty. Look, I'm not a financial advisor. She asked my advice. I also said in the same email, hey, go ask 10 other real estate investors the same question. Get a consensus. Um, but look, I'm not going to tell somebody what to do. You, you ask my opinion from somebody who's done it themselves. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. But I also, I'm going to tell you, it was extremely difficult for me to take the same action, but I'm not asking you to do something that I didn't do. It's just that um, I realize the time value of money, especially when you can deploy those funds into the returns that we get as real estate uh, investors. But this same person uh, in the conversation mentioned, well, part of the plan is to take social security at age 62, essentially taking Social Security early. Um, that's a conflicting time value of money uh, philosophy, okay? Um, and, and I'll tell you why. Um, first of all, the 10% penalty, uh, if she wants to wait, right, doesn't want to pay the 10%, but is telling me, that she's going to take Social Security early. When you take it early at 62, it's a 30% penalty, okay? So you have to wait. I believe the age is 66, and it depends on how old you are, but you can look it up. So if you wait until age 66, you can essentially get 100% of whatever your benefit is, okay? Um, if you take it at 62, it's going to be uh, 30%, or excuse me, it's going to be 70% of that benefit. So a 30% penalty. So in the same breath, so to speak, hey, I don't want to take a 10% penalty, but I'm all for taking a 30% penalty. So it kind of prompts me to say, well, who are you? Are you somebody that believes in the time value of money that it's, it's worth more later? Um, because you kind of started the conversation like that, but obviously you're not because you're ready to take the money essentially early on Social Security. So totally conflicting, uh, and, I, and I wanted to go into that. Now, the reason I have learned, right, okay, I wasn't born this way. It wasn't ingrained in me to take the money. It was ingrained in me to be a saver. Uh, it just came naturally uh, based on the type of people my parents were, uh, reinforced uh, through my college age, uh, days, uh, when, boy, I had to scrimp and save just to get ahead, uh, was very poor, uh, did not grow up in a wealthy family by any means, and so it was kind of ingrained to me to save and then reinforced. I was a Dave Ramsey guy for many years. This is all prior uh, to Lifestyles uh, Unlimited. In fact, I'll tell you, I bought my first house prior to Lifestyles Unlimited in 2011 in a self-directed IRA, Okay. Uh, many of you know that out there, but for you know new listeners, that's that's kind of how I got started. Um, and I thought at the time, wow, if I can save some money, I can get house number two, uh, hopefully 10 years from now. Wow, talk about time, value of money, and, and struggling and stretching it out. Uh, obviously, once I found Lifestyles Unlimited, everything changed, and I purchased 11 more houses in just three years, okay? I was able to essentially unlock and embrace what time value of money is. Take the money now and deploy it, make it work and keep reinvesting it. So let's go back to the IRA. Let's say you have $100,000 in the IRA, okay? And you pull from it early. 
it's going to be a 10% penalty. You're going to get $90,000. You're going to have to pay taxes on that money. Again, another argument, people were always, I don't want to pay the taxes. Look, you can't run from the taxes. The taxes are a wash. You're either going to pay them now or later. So it's not even, shouldn't even be part of your decision making. It is what it is. So uh, let's say you pay taxes. That 100K is now $63,000. Okay. Many of you out there uh, are sweating. You're like, oh my gosh, Harrison. So we just turned 100 into 63. Look, it was, it was basically 63 the whole time. You just didn't realize it. So you take that 63 and you go buy three single family properties the way we teach you using our method. We're seeing 100% equity captures all day long on single family properties, okay? So we took 63, we bought three single family homes, 100% equity capture. We're just gonna talk about equity capture right now. Uh, that 63, I'm gonna call it $120,000 in value. It's unrealized, okay, but it's there. It's in the properties. It's in the form of roofing and framing and brick and sheetrock and counters and everything that makes up a home, okay? But the money is there. Three years later, you sell those houses and you take the $120,000 equity. It'll be more, but when we talk about the other ways we make money in real estate, but let's just talk about this. So we took 63, we turned it into 120. We were able to realize the 120 three years later when we sold the properties. Now we're going to take the 120 and we're going to go buy five single family houses. Again, all with 100% equity capture. The 120 becomes $240,000 in value. Okay, in value, unrealized. It's in those homes, but your net worth, you took 63 and turned it into $240,000 in three years. If you're really slow, four years. If you were super slow, five years. That part doesn't matter. You took 63, you turned it into 240, and you're telling me that you're sweating the $10,000 penalty that you would have paid when you pulled that money out of the IRA. Hopefully, you understand the concept of the time value of money, how absolutely crucial it is to understand that. And so when you understand that and you liquidate those funds and you put them to work for you, it doesn't matter. The 10%, I paid the 10%. I paid the taxes. I ended up doing this. So this story does hit close to home. I'll tell you, when I first met Dale Walmsley, it was in April of 2013. Uh, he essentially told me, Immediate, told me personally, I went to lunch with the man. I rode with him in the car, told him how I had a property in a self-directed IRA. I'm sitting in the back seat. We're making eye contact through the rearview mirror as Dell is driving. He looks at me and basically gut punches me. And he says, look, if you're serious, you will sell the home in the self-directed IRA. You will cash out that self-directed IRA and you will deploy those funds into real estate. That is if you're serious. And I can tell you at that time, I did not understand what I'm talking about today, the time value of money. Del Walmsley did understand the time value of money. That's why he's telling me. He's telling me the right information. And it was hitting me, literally gut punch. And it only took me another five years to finally do what he told me to do. But I'm glad I did. We'll be right back. 
Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. For 30 years, I've taken the smartest people I could find and then held them up as examples for you guys to learn from. We're all only as strong as our best people. But the best part about this is that these best people are willing to give back. Ready to learn from the best? It starts with our free online workshop. Stop depending on your paycheck. Quit worrying about retirement. Register now at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and yes, we're always working on your financial freedom. We're talking about the time value of money today. If you have any questions or comments for me, please reach out. Ask Mike at luinc.com is my email address. Okay, quick note, Dale Walmsley himself is coming to Dallas to teach the two-day financial freedom seminar. Who is Dale Walmsley, you may ask? Well, he's the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, started over 30 years ago. He's taught over 50,000 people in all 50 states around the United States how to create wealth and ultimately passive income and become financially financially free. If you've been listening, Dell's the man that taught me back in April of 2013. He rarely does these classes. He only, as far as I know, has maybe done this three or four times in the last five years. Okay, so he's going to be in Dallas November 18th and 19th. He's also going to uh, oversee our case study November 16th here in the Dallas office. If you'd like more information, please go to givemetotalfreedom.com. But I'm telling you, if you're on the sidelines, if this is something you are considering, you're going to want to make this. It's going to sell out. This is a rare opportunity to come see Dell in person. Again, that's at GiveMeTotalFreedom.com or send me an email and I'll direct you that way. Ask Mike at L-U-I-N-C.com. All right, we're talking all about the time value of money today. Now, one of the other common emails that I get is people who don't have any money to invest. I actually thought I was one of those people. I really did have money. I just had them, had it tucked away in IRAs and, and 401ks, and I eventually rescued that and, and put it to work, and it has changed my life. But the acquisition of funds is so, so important if you understand that deploying those funds, how powerful it is, how you can deploy them and then redeploy them and redeploy them, essentially compound them uh, and it just grows and grows and grows, and it creates what I call a cash flow snowball. I've talked about that numerous times. Now, I want you to do whatever it takes to get those funds, okay? It's so important, and I'm going to drive this point home. Preferably when you're young, but we've all been young, and, and when we're young, we don't always see the light. We don't always understand uh, what there is, and we don't always – for sure, I'm guilty of this. I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. Uh, but I'll tell you, it's never too late to start investing. So that means it's never too late to do what you need to do to acquire those funds, right? If you have to spend time in the acquisition of those funds, do it because the time is going to work for you on the other side. 
But I'll tell you, the truth is, most people are not going to do what it takes. They're not. It's it's sacrifice. And and I'll, I'll let me share a parable with you, uh, and and I'll shed light on it. And this came to mind to me a few years ago. I was actually driving. And I was listening to a show that, again, Del Walmsley was doing, one of the radio shows. And he was talking about the tale of the golden goose. Um, and the, essentially the analogy was that the golden goose was the single-family property. Uh, he would buy the golden goose that wasn't laying eggs, right? It wasn't so golden when he was buying it. But he could see that this goose just needed some care, and it would be golden once that care was put into play. That that's, uh kind of rings with our model that we teach here at Lifestyles Unlimited, best product, best price, managed by the best people. Um, if you neglect the golden goose, you get nothing in return. If you have the crappy single-family rental property, no one's going to want to live there, and the ones that do live there are probably going to be a little sketch, may have some issues on that background check, uh, and they're probably not going to take care of that property, and I can assure you they're not going to pay top dollar. Okay, so get the golden goose and care for the golden goose love the golden goose, nourish the golden goose. And the golden goose is going to give you those golden eggs on a monthly basis, right? That's the rental property. That's the cash flow that we get. So there's there's Dell's analogy. And I'm listening to that uh, show on the radio, and it really, it took me way, way back. Um, and I don't know if sixth, seventh, maybe eighth grade, uh, to a parable. It was probably more like sixth grade. Okay. But anyway, um, and I don't know the story. So if, if any of you listeners out there recognize this, please send it to me, but I'm going to call it the parable of the farmer and the bull. Um, but essentially this story took place in, we'll call it old Europe in the middle ages, right? Way, way back then, maybe the dark ages, who knows, but there's the, uh, the European village, right? And in this village, um, you know, all the families have these small sustenance farms. You know, they're just kind of getting by. Um, the way everyone in this village made money is everyone had a cow. Each family had a cow. Uh, they'd take care of the cow. Uh, the cow would provide milk, and um, you'd take the milk and you would sell it, right? That's how they got ahead. So, uh, you know, the son every morning, the farmer's son would milk the cow. Uh, he'd take the milk into town or into the village, and he'd sell it, and they'd make a few pennies and they'd use the pennies to, you know, sub subsist, right? To eke out their, their meager, uh, circumstances. And the worst thing that could happen to you was you get a sick cow or a cow that would die or something because, uh, that's like getting laid off from corporate America, right? The cow died. Well, I got laid off or the company got sold or it closed or whatever, but suddenly you find yourself in a position where you don't have any income. Uh, but the story goes on essentially, um, uh, the farmer is out chopping wood and, um, there's, he sees this other poor man and, and he's begging, uh, he's trying to sell a bull. Okay. A, a young bull. And he's, he's begging anyone who would walk by, please buy my bull. I'm starving to death. Uh, this is all I have. This is my only possession. And everyone's like, no, no, no. Uh, and the farmer literally looks at it and, um, he buys the bull, right? The reason no one else would buy the bull is because the bull doesn't give you anything. They're only good, uh, at least in, in most people's minds, for slaughtering, and, and you can get some meat and sell it, but then you're done. Um, you know, caring for the bull is just out of the question, but the farmer buys the bull, 
okay? He has a few pennies to spare. He trades them, and he, and he buys the bull, and, and, you know, of course, the beggar has tears of joy and uh, takes the few pennies, and, and he sets off. Uh, the farmer comes home with the bull, and um, he's traded what little bit of money he's had, and he's, he's bought the bull, and he brings it home. Uh, and obviously, you know, his wife is, she's not happy in any way, shape, or form, okay? She's very upset with him. Um, the bull is literally just another mouth to feed. In fact, a huge mouth to feed that it's only going to eat more as it gets older. Um, and, and the family barely has enough food for themselves. So that you can see why the farmer's wife was upset. She didn't understand uh, what this farmer was doing. You know, she didn't understand how the bull could even help their family, right? The cow gives milk. The chickens give eggs. You know, the garden, we can grow vegetables, uh, and so, you know, she's arguing with, with the farmer and the young boy's afraid. Uh, look, he's already skinny and hungry from the, from the day, day's labors. And look, it only gets worse for this family, right? Uh, the boy would go out and milk the cow and the farmer told his son, he said, look, I need you to give half of the milk to the bull and sell the rest, right? The bull needs the milk uh, to grow. Um, and so now they just cut their income in half to feed this bull. No one understands why he's doing it, right? The neighbors think he's crazy. Uh, and for that first year, basically a third of all the food they grew went to the bull. So a third of the food, half the milk, uh, family is, you know, barely getting by, you know, uh, just above the starving they're doing without the young kid, uh, doesn't have, you know, his boots are, are shot that he has no winter jacket. Uh, and they suffer. They suffer through that first year. Uh, and the second year, they suffer even more, okay? I mean, these people are now skin and bones. The house is starting to fall apart. They don't have any money to, to mend or fix the house because everything they're doing is to take care of this bull. Talking about the time value of money, especially acquiring those funds to get started as a real estate investor and doing what you need to do. And I'm sharing a parable to drive my point home, but essentially it's called the parable of the farmer and the bull. I don't know the real name of it, but it's a story that I read. I want to say sixth or seventh grade. It was a long time ago. And listening to a, a Dell Walmsley show on the radio kind of brought this back to me. But essentially uh, where we left off, the farmer had bought this bull and everyone in the village thinks he's crazy because his family is suffering to take care of a bull. The bull gives them nothing. The cow gives them milk that they can sell, and now we have this extra mouth to feed. Imagine feeding a bull on top of the fact that you barely have enough food to get by to take care of your family. Family's gone through two years of this, and they're suffering greatly, and no one really understands. I mean, the kid uh, doesn't have any boots. He doesn't have a winter jacket. The villages are all laughing at him. Uh, his, his home is in disrepair. There's holes in the roof, um, and they're doing everything they can, uh, and they finally make it through to the second year, and the cow becomes pregnant and she gives birth to a baby cow, another baby cow. Um, and yet still the farmer is steadfast and their family is suffering because not only this, they're having to feed the cow, the bull and the baby cow and whatever is left over, the family has to sell so they can get just pennies to survive or, or whatever leftover food they have, which is less than uh, a tremendous amount of less. So they are suffering, suffering greatly. 
um, they get through the winter, and essentially there was a miracle, right? Soon the young baby cow begins providing milk as well, right? The boy would wake up in the morning, and now he has two cows to milk. He would give the bull his share, and he would sell the rest. So soon they had extra money, right? Uh, they had enough to buy back the tools that the farmer had to sell. They had enough to get uh, boots and winter jackets and coats for the family. They had enough to buy extra food. Uh, they were able to save a few extra pennies. Um, and then after another year, both the cows gave birth again to two more cows, right? The farmer had saved enough initially to get this started. Um, and so now there's the milk that they have is overwhelming, right? They have more than enough and they're selling this and they're getting more and more money. Passive return, selling the milk produced from the cows. This is the concept of compounded income that we teach here at Lifestyles Unlimited. Again, feed the bull, right? Feed the cash flow snowball. Eventually, we'll get to where we want to be. So I hope you understand that time value of money. My name is Mike Harrison. I want you to remember it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.